All right, so I want to welcome everyone to BBM, Black Baby Moms. I'm your host, Margie, and today I'm really excited because I have a totally different perspective. Um, One of my longest friends, best friends, really my family, my cousin, she is here and she is a wife. And we have never really heard the perspective of, you know, a mother from a wife, you know, um, lifestyle. So, Maria... I want to welcome you to the show. Thanks. It's exciting. Yes. Welcome. And um, as always, disclaimer, this is not your typical baby mama, baby daddy bashing. We're not shit talking. We're not doing none of that. Um, All positive things, but real deep, open conversations. So um, today will be interesting because, like I mentioned, we really don't hear from you know, wives and and married couples or married individuals or whatever um, yet. And so today you have a whole different, you know, lifestyle than what I do. I'm a mom of one single mom. And for you being married, um, what is that like? What is being a mom balancing lifestyle, your lifestyle, balancing what you like, what you want to be involved in, as well as being married, your husband, your kids. What's that like? Um, it's chaotic. <laughs> it's stressful. Um, it's fun. You know, trying to raise three kids first. You know, there's no handbook to it. So, you know, you just trial and error. Married. You know, I got married young. So How young? How young are we talking? I think I was 20. 20. Very young. Mm-hmm. Very young. That was, yeah, real young. Um, yeah. So... With him, it's just like, you know, I married my best friend, thank God, because if it was somebody else or another person, then I don't think it would have worked this long, honestly. I feel like y'all are definitely best friends because the dynamic between y'all, you and your husband is kind of like, y'all just have a very open and like, um, just real relationship. It's not a whole lot of craziness. Yes. And- it's good. I mean, we've we've grown together. So we've grown together in marriage and we've grown together as parents. Mm-hmm. And so you look back 10 years ago when we had Samaya, you know, you could see the difference in both of our interactions now with Kanan. Right. And so it's fun. It's fun. I mean, it gets stressful, you know. Sometimes we're just like, what the heck are we doing? But at the same time, you know, I wouldn't have one of this journey with no other person, so. Nobody else. Okay. And so how many kids do you have for the listeners that don't know you? Three. Mom of three. And what is that like? The age range, like the gap. What is that? Girl, you, you don't even know the age of your kids. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, from the oldest to the youngest, it's a 10-year difference. Wow. Yeah. So, so I feel like, do they help with the youngest? Being a baby and Kanan being so young and you're older too, that can actually help you out. Oh, yeah. Samaya is a mom. Samaya's a mom. She got it. Khalil, you know, maybe because he's a boy, but he's just like, all right. You know, I think when Kanan gets older, Khalil will step in a little more since Kanan's a boy and Khalil's a boy. But right now it's Samaya. Samaya. She's good with it. She feeds him, changes him, puts him to sleep. You know, Khalil actually just started being more active, like trying to give him baths and stuff like that. But other than that, Khalil's like, eh, yeah, I'll see you from a distance. See, the thing with me for that, I love the age gap because Gigi is six 
and I have no other kids yet. And I feel like, obviously, um, I don't really have a choice, but having them separated <laughs> and having some time in between is helpful, like as a mom, as a parent, because you're able to be like, hey, can you grab me diapers and some food and yeah. formula or whatever, versus having three kids all so close together and you don't have any, like, anybody else besides your husband or, for example, yeah, to help you out. So, I don't know. I feel like that's a, that's what I would like. Yeah. I mean, I've experienced both. You know, Samai and Khalil, you know, they're basically a year apart. True. And some months. So, for them, you know, it was, huh. I was, we were young parents as well. So, for them, it was... For me, I felt like it was easier. They always had somebody to play with. Um, mm. I got one out of diapers and then the other one followed. I got one off of a pacifier, the other one followed. So for that, it was for them too. I, I loved it. Yeah. It was fun. Um, then now I have the age gap, you know, and I love this stage too. So you've literally like just, had all of that. Yeah. So it's funny because I was just at a birthday party talking about this and it was like, we were talking about, do you prefer the kids being so close? And it's like, you don't have to start over, like what's my mm-hmm. Khalil versus, yeah, you you had to start over kind of with Kanan. Mm-hmm. For me, I, I feel like having that extra set of hands on top, as many hands as possible, help out with a newborn baby is amazing. But I get it. The whole like, they're so close. They have those like automatic, natural play dates. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to schedule it. They, it's siblings that are so close in age. So, yeah, I get it. That's definitely something to think about, too, when you're having kids, all the folks that haven't had any children yes. yet. <laughs> Do yes. you want your kids to be closer in age or spread out? That's something, you know, we will definitely talk about more. And so, Mom of Three Life is a challenge. Yeah, it's a big challenge trying to just juggle yourself in general. You know, your kids aren't going to be good. Your husband's not going to be good. Your household's not going to be good unless you are good, you know. And as a mother, like, you tend to lose yourself when you have all these roles. You tend to, you know, put yourself on the back burner. And it's consistently just kids, husband, kids, husband, kids, husband, house, you know. And so with that, you have to be able to find time for yourself to just come back and like you know self-care because that's very important if not you're just gonna lose it you're gonna hit rock bottom and it's you know you're gonna get out of it but at the same time like it's hard you gotta identify yourself as a person mother wife and superwoman all of that superwoman period i love that and you are that because i and also i feel like it goes both ways for single moms and wives Mm -hmm. because you feel the way i feel sometimes i'm like i don't know when i'm going to get a break but it's really boils down to like just being a mother a good mother Mm -hmm. when you have to give a lot of energy towards that person you're taking care of it's like yeah you you get you get winded sometimes. It's like, I need a break. I need time for me. And so that's interesting because it's like, I thought as married couples have kids or have families, it's like, oh, you have no problems. And like, no, like you have each other to fall back on. And most of the time, I'm sure you do, but there are times that it's like, you still need that self-care married or not. Yeah. So definitely. That's interesting to hear so okay and 
you know, wife life, marriage, pros and cons. What what would you say is a pro to being married? I feel like with a, or without kids. I feel like a pro to being married is just you always have that best friend. Yeah. Like, you know, you're married and so friendships that you've had for years, they change, you know. What you expected back then isn't what you're going to expect now from certain people. And so mm. always having that one person who, you know, no matter what, ride or die, you're there, you get it, you got it. You know, we fall out all the time, but we get right back up and we keep it moving. Yeah. So that to me is like the best thing, like married with kids, with no kids. If you don't have that, you know, concrete you know foundation foundation then mm-hmm. there's no point like you know it's what, hard what are you doing yeah yeah no i i respect that because i really do see that between you and vic and y'all have that that foundation and all that jazz but i will say what you're telling me and what i'm hearing is definitely marry the right person yes like don't just jump into marriage because <laughs> oh you want somebody to lean on all the time but Mm-mm. I think y'all have a really special situation where you are best friends. Yeah. And, you know, you, you'll hear people talking like, oh, well, I've been with him for three years. Where's the ring? Where's the proposal? <laughs> Listen, it took us five years, you know, to get to a point where we were just comfortable with each other. You know, within those first five years of marriage, it was hell, okay? Really? It's not always peaches and... What is it? Peaches and cream. And yeah, it's not yeah, always yeah. a walk in the park. Okay? Right. Right. It's there's, not always what yeah, you think. There's, yes, girl. There's challenges within that because you're, it's no longer like, oh, boyfriend and girlfriend. Okay, I'm done. We're done. Let's just go. You know? And although marriages can be like that, no shade to whoever does it. <laughs> me, me personally, I'm, I'm going to fight. You know, I'm going to fight for it. Like stick and it out. Yeah. We're going to stick it out. Now mm-hmm. there are things like you know, cheating and, you know, all there's, that other stuff. Yeah. You know, that. To each his own, I just won't deal with. Mm-hmm. And that would be, you know, the towel thrown in. But other than that, like, you just have to be able to... Get through it. Grow. Yeah. It, it's growing because you're... I, we were young. So, you know, we were just, you know, going with the motion. It was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, and as times got harder and, you know, our responsibilities got bigger, it got more challenging, yeah. You know, we you, you, you go from living at your parents' house to now living in your own house, seeing how each other really live, you know, seeing how you really act when you're not around certain people and it's just by yourself. Mm. So, it, yeah. it yeah, it gets challenging. But I say that, honestly, if you have any doubt or anything like that, just go because there's no point of staying and then thinking in the back of your head, stuff is going to change. It's not. Mm, because you can't really change a person. You can't change a person. Mm-mm. Unless they want that own, like for themselves. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah you definitely can't change somebody. I mean, because we've changed. Mm-hmm. We've changed from what we were like 10 years ago. Facts. But it wasn't nothing like I'm making you change or you're making me change. We saw stuff within ourselves that we're getting older. Mm-hmm. So, some stuff we just won't do anymore or stuff like that. But, yeah, definitely don't put a time frame on something because you really don't know nobody that, like... You never know. You never know. Yeah. It could be the fourth year and y'all finally married and you're like, oh, whoa, you do this? Mm. Red flag. You know, <laughs> you got to take your time. It's not just, oh, what's your favorite color? What's this? What's that? No, you got to ask everything. What were your parents like growing up when you were growing You know, because then there's those issues you got to deal with, with you when you have kids, you know? So there's more things than just surface level then issues you- or topics that you would want to discuss before getting married. Right. And like... um, you know, you mentioned like the other, like maybe families, you, the family that you marry into me, like that's, 
that's a whole nother, um, you know, situation. <laughs> yeah. And so that's important too, right? Like, I feel like y'all have to kind of, you know, get along with each other's families. Yeah, that's, yeah. I would say that is a very... A touchy subject or... Not even, girl, not touchy at okay. all. But you have okay. to be able to just understand, like, mm. you know, me, I'm... I'm Haitian and black and then my husband's Mexican and Peruvian so right, our right. backgrounds are totally different you mm-hmm. know there are things I'd go and I'd be like wait 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 what like you know my mom makes me clean my room why is she doing it? Why, <laughs> why are we what don't just the cultural difference yes um, you know yeah. the cultural difference the just the language family. yeah it's yeah. just a lot of different stuff and you know i love them to death though like mm-hmm. we can argue today and get along tomorrow right and so that's a big aspect too you want to build a relationship with them as well so they know how you are and you know how they are yeah um but yeah once you marry to that person that family becomes your family and you know thank god this situation's good like thank yeah. god i love you know we both both of our sides love each other mm-hmm. but there are other times where i hear that Somebody can't stand somebody else's family. And I would be so blown if that was me. Like, I can't, yeah. Me either. Like, I wouldn't be able to do that if we really don't get along with each other's families. Like, how it's we, hard. How are you going to make that work? The kids, yeah. if you have kids and then they see the tension. <laughs> yes. Like, nah. That's a, I feel like a big piece. So, y'all, you and your husband have that like good relationship for the most part. And yeah, so, for the most part. Definitely. I mean, just like with our own families. I argue yeah. with my cousins. I argue with my own sisters. Everyone does. So it's going to be the same vice versa. You're not going to think, oh, let me, oh my God, we're arguing. They don't like, no, you're not going to think that. I mean, just like you have arguments within your, you know, your Immediate side of the family. family. Yeah. It's the same way it's going to happen and vice versa. Mm-hmm. People just aren't going to always just agree. No, that's Sometimes, a fact. Just got to, you know. Deal with it. Yeah. Everyone doesn't always have the same views, opinions, all that mm-hmm. stuff. But when you... Say what you got to say. Your differences may be your differences, but like at the end of the day, you family. That's really what it comes yeah, down to. Yeah. Yeah. So I hear that. Um, I really think that's important to like consider when you're trying to think about marriage and all that stuff. So definitely a good point. <laughs> and laws. I feel like I haven't always gotten along with um, the family of my boyfriend that I was dating at the time. But for yeah. the most part, when I did, it was like... it. It made a difference um, because there's just tension when you don't get along. So. Yeah. For and what? Let's just, let's just support each other and keep it moving. Exactly. So any cons to marriage that you're willing to tell us, um, tell the listeners? Um, I feel like maybe cons could be like a trick question. Okay. Pros. Only uh, because, uh, and everything ain't no pro. Oh, okay. But All right. only because... I've been married for, you know, I've been married, you know. Yeah. And it's just like there's nothing that is going so bad that I would be like, uh, that's a, that's a con. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I now, get it. Now, something that I can say is, like I said, you know, being a married mom, being a mom, not even married, but like everything falling on you and you feeling like, you know, you're just being a super mom. And he does a lot. Can't, get, can't discredit him on that. Right. But, um... As it a gets, good mom, yeah. Yeah, as a good mom, you know, you just self-care. You know, you have to have f- time to do that. You know, trying to find time for yourself. You know, then it's some, sometimes friendships can go, too, because you're so caught up in what you're doing. And, you know, you're like, shoot, maybe I should go link up with them. But then it's like, oh, damn, I'm tired. Or I'm this. Or I'm that. You know, and it's vice versa. 
So it's just like a lot of different stuff. Um, mm, let's talk about that. Hold on for a second. When you are a mom, one or three, there are times where you're like, hold on, I can't go out with you, friend or whoever, mm-hmm. because I'm exhausted. Yeah. And it's not like no shade. It's not no like, we don't have a problem. It's just, I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And I've just became, I, I feel like I've always been a homebody. So mm-hmm. if you're going to ask me to go to a club, I'm looking at you straight up. And you <laughs> Nobody's going to ask me that because you already know I would I'm never ask you. I'm not going, we could go out to eat, get some drinks, ha ha, he he. Yeah. But club, no. You asked me to go to a party. No. Don't have the energy. Now you want to come over here and drink some wine? You want me to come over there and drink some wine? Fine. <laughs> but there's, I, I, I'm, I'm older now. Like when I was younger with no kids, club me up all the way. Club me but up. Club me up. <laughs> but, and even back then, I was still like, uh, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. stand all these people around me. Mm-hmm. So, but that's just, you know, my personal thing. Right. But we're older, we're getting older. And the same things we used to like back then ain't the same things we, used to, we like now. So, right. you know, trying to find that time and then. You know, although although they're not texting, your kids aren't texting you, your husband's not texting you, you still feel in the back of your head like, oh my God, oh my God, you know, I, I need to go. So, you know what I mean? I got to go. My kids need me. My husband needs me. Oh, It's about that time. I love that. Yeah. No, so do you have that, like, when you go out the, the few times that you do, mm-hmm. <laughs> do you feel like you got to check? in with your husband with your kids are you one of those that's like hold on i gotta call or do you enjoy yourself when you go out and then make it about you i think it depends on what i'm doing and where i'm at and Mm. who who i'm with you know because girl i tell Vic i'm going out with margie okay talk to you later yeah you know and no worries yeah Yeah. he may be like hey what are you you know what are you doing or something like that but it's chill and it doesn't feel like really weird and i don't feel like oh my god you know, if I get too drunk and I stay the night, he's going to be mad. You know what I mean? Right. And so it's also who you hang out with mm. and what y'all are doing when you hang out with. Got you. And as a mom, you know, I don't want to get caught up in no weird stuff. But then as a married woman, Ooh. at the same time, you know, I got to, you know. Check in, make maybe. Make sure that where I'm going or who I'm with, <laughs> if something, if I do get drunk and have to stay the night, I'm not going to call him and be like, boy, mm. <laughs> So-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so over here, and I'm over here. No. So, okay, interesting. Do you have to check in with your husband? No. It's not like that. Y'all have the no. best friend, trust, all that jazz. Yeah. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, no. If you have to, I mean, to each his own. Every couple has their thing. Yeah. If you have to check in, if that's what you guys want to do, I respect that. I respect that. If you don't need to check in and you have time to yourself, I respect that too. As yeah. adults, because you are your own individual. Yeah. And you I know? feel like with us, there's no really checking in. It's just like, hey, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, okay, we'll have fun. Or, hey, what time do you think you're about to be home? So it's not really checking in for us. It's just the communication style we use. Like, And that's what works. We always know what we're doing mm-hmm. at, you know, whatever time we want to know. So Right. And see, I love that because I feel like that's the newer generation or the non-traditional way. Like yeah. I've seen older folks, even in my family, like my examples of married married couples is very different from what you're describing, but they're very old school. Like yeah. literally like checking in every like hour. Yeah. We we don't we don't need all that, I feel. I feel like if I don't you know. need that, then I just I got a mom. I got a dad. Like, <laughs> I if, I, if, you, if you tell me to check in every hour, like, come on, bro. Like, How old are we? <laughs> what if I miss the hour? What you going to do? Pull up? Like, no. Am I in trouble? 
Period. Like, yeah. Am I going to get grind? Like, no, we don't. We mm-mm. don't. You don't need that. Okay. Mm-mm. Respect. Okay. So, boom. We are um, talking about, you know, marriage, all that jazz. But you, I've known all my life pretty much, um, being raised by a strong, independent black woman, a single mom. And what was that experience like for you? Um, and how does that affect, I feel like, you as a mom and wife now? I feel like the experience, now looking back at it, you know, I know she tried her best to do what she could do. Mm-hmm. You know, she was handed a card and she dealt with it. She didn't, you know, dismiss me or anything like that. Um, I think that, you know, being raised by a single mother <laughs> gave me my strong personality. Where so, you know... We can go, maybe we can go back to like a con where it's like, what I say goes, you know, but then we have to negotiate or something like that. Cause now it's not, you know, it's not just me who has to, you know, come up with plans or come up with rules. It's, I'm sharing it with Vic. So Ooh. being raised by a strong female, you know, was just, I, I, I got the strongness from her. Um, you know, she didn't, it was like I, for any mother, you don't get a book, you don't get handed stuff. So, Mm-mm. you know, she just tried her best. I mean, I just feel like now looking back, everything she did, you know, she she didn't know sometimes what she was doing or she did it because she thought it was, you know, the best, mm-hmm. you know. So I feel mm-hmm. like everything that has made you who you are today mm-hmm. has um, been amazing because, like I said, yeah. you're, you're a wife and mom. And great at both of those roles. So, um, you know, some of that upbringing, whatever you went through, it it made you who you are. Yeah, definitely. Good, bad, and different, no matter what. And like you said, there is no rule book. There is no, um, you know, mm-hmm. policies and procedures to right. <laughs> motherhood. Like you're you're just winging it, and yeah. you don't really know until you go through it. So. Yeah. Um, shout out to the single moms. Shout yes. out to all the strong, independent women, uh, especially the black women. So I think that's amazing that you were raised by somebody um, that was a single mom. And now you completely like flipped the switch. Right. Really? Yeah. You did not become a single yeah. mom. You're like setting the, you know, example, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so that's huge. You sometimes hear like, oh, how you were brought up is how you... It's- how you mm-hmm. kind of like end up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But maybe it's not always like that. It's like, I talked about this on another episode. You see something growing up and you're like, I don't want I don't that. Want that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So kind of, that sounds like it was, you know, maybe what to, happened. Yeah. To me, I just felt like it was just a general curse that I just wanted to break. Like, mm. it was just something that, you know, I'm looking at you struggle. I'm looking at you cry. I'm looking at you not know how to deal with me because, you know... A lot of the issues sometimes were daddy issues. And she couldn't be there to be a dad. She couldn't be there to give me the love that I wanted from him. You know, so growing up, it was just, she and she did a great job. But I just did not want to be that. I did not want to be a single mom. You yeah, know, yeah. I didn't want to do it. You mm-hmm. know, I don't feel like I would be a good fit. Yeah. I'd probably break down and be done and be like, you know what? I quit. Like, yeah. so it was just a generational curse that I wanted to break. And I did it and we're here. So... Yeah, I I think that's um, really huge and um, generational curses can be broken. Mm -hmm. But you mentioned something about like, you know, daddy issues. And so you're you're a female growing up a young girl or whatever. And sometimes they say um, you can't teach a man how to be a man, but you also need 
as a female, your dad. Yeah, as a female, you need your dad to show you that love, girl. Yeah. If they're not there to show you that love and they're not there to show you what a man is supposed to be like, that can affect you in the long run. Right. Like, that can affect you. You can make decisions you don't want to. You know, you might fall in love with somebody who's just not good for you, but you're never going to know. And that's, you know, I mean, it's just real life. Like, I, I had a boyfriend who was great, but Kurt all the time. And then I had a boyfriend who was angry all the time, but tr- but spoiled me like you know and you're just thinking like this is how it's supposed to be you know Mm -hmm. and you get stuck in that and it takes forever for you to get out of it and then sometimes it just could be too late you know and so I feel like you know the dads who are there great thank you and it's really appreciated because especially for boys it's it's great too but especially for when you have a young daughter Mm -hmm. because the girls need you just as much as the boys but the girls need that love and support from the fathers. Just and half as the much. time, just as much, and half the time, half these girls are daddy girls. Mm. So, yep. you know, yep. you end up like my son. He, he was a mama's boy, but now he's a daddy's boy. But I really think Loki, he's a mom's boy, you know, yeah. and Samaya is all the way a dad's girl. Daddy's all the girl. way. Yeah. He, he could be like, he could yell at her, and she's just like, <laughs> okay, okay. But I mean, he does the same thing with Chloe, but it's a different it's her effect. Dad. Yeah, 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 it's her dad. That's her dad. And she that's a fact. Look like her dad. She don't want nobody. It's her dad. So. Yep, daddy's girl to the core. Mm-hmm. And I was a daddy's girl. And so what you're saying is like literally hitting it right on the nail. Like just because, um, you know, we're not guys, we're not boys. Girls need their dads too. Yeah. Like you need that role model as a man. On the flip side, um, just like boys growing up, they need that motherly love too. Mm-hmm. So it's really like just. Hearing the different perspectives and the importance of both roles, mom and dad, for your son or daughter. Like, yeah. it don't matter. You need both. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to be a parent, just be a parent. Be don't there. Don't have kids and just up and leave because they're going to need you eventually. Yeah, that's a fact. That's real. And so I love that this conversation was really just open about your whole entire life from young to now. <laughs> so um, I really appreciate that. And um, you guys wrapping up, I am definitely um, letting you guys know we are going to keep talking about these real open um, conversations. These discussions are really juicy. And so make sure you follow us on uh, BBM podcast underscore on Instagram. And you can also follow me, your host, Margie, at Mava Marge, that's M-U-V-A underscore M-A-R-J. <laughs> and um, make sure you comment, like, share, and subscribe to Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. Anytime we drop a new episode, you'll be alerted. And um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for joining me. I really appreciate it. No problem. It was fun. Definitely. Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye.